Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Before I begin the podcast today, I want to let you know about a couple things I'm really excited to tell you about. My favorite event of the year, every year in Utah, is the Your Health Freedom Symposium. I love this event. It's October 6th and 7th. There's a gala on the 6th or gala, depending on how you say that. And there is a symposium on the 7th. I'll be speaking at the symposium along with Robert Scott Bell, Pierre Corey, uh, and Mickey Willis, and so many other fantastic voices in the fight for health freedom. This event is phenomenal. If you're in Utah, you've got to come. If you're far away from Utah, you should still consider it because it will be a day that you will remember and that you will love. Right now... Coming this weekend, Labor Day, they are doing a flash sale from Friday at midnight until Monday at midnight. My friend Kristen has rolled this out so that you can get in for half price. It's buy one, get one free on these tickets. They are $85 normally for the full day, worth every penny, but now you can buy one, get one free from midnight Friday till midnight Monday yourhealthfreedom.org. I got another sale to tell you about. This one is about my place, vitalitynutrition.com. Vitalitynutrition.com. This is an online-only sale, so if you're local, you want to jump on the website and check it out. The Labor Day sale goes from Friday morning until Monday night at midnight. And this is what we're doing this year. It's products that work hard for you, you know, because it's Labor Day. I know maybe it's a little bit of a cheesy tie-in, but these are products, everyone that we have on the site that is a condition-specific formula, something that will help you with sleep, something that will help you with stress or anxiety, something that might help with a variety of other things you might be dealing with. These are condition-specific formulas, not things like omega-3 or multivitamins or B-complex, but the condition-specific formulas, including all of mine, anxiety release, vital sleep, back on track, man up, all of these types of formulas will be on sale anywhere from 10 to 40% off of their normal prices for our VitalityNutrition.com Labor Day sale from Friday morning until Monday night at uh, midnight. So check it out, VitalityNutrition.com. And with that, I will say welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio. It feels like it's been a long time since I've done this show because I was blessed enough to get away for a couple of weeks to London and then Paris and then the Swiss Alps, uh, where I did a monumental hike uh, that was just absolutely breathtaking. I'll be bringing you more information on what happened over there uh, on a future episode. So it's I recorded a bunch of shows in advance. I think I, I mentioned that prior to leaving. I think I had eight shows pre-recorded, ready to go. And uh, so it's been a minute since I've 
done a recording. Uh, but uh, I guess if you're listening to the podcast, it doesn't seem like it because there was one out just a few days ago. Anyway, I'm back in Utah and I'm thrilled to have a uh, fellow Utah guy on with me today talking about a product that is very much a true Utah product. And you'll understand what I mean here in a minute. But you may have heard of it no matter where you're at because uh, they've done a really good job of pushing their products out throughout the country. And uh, I have been a user of a product called Real Salt for as long as I can remember. My parents used to give it to us. We were one of those weird families who had, we, we had, well, my mom hated spicy things, okay? So I never tasted black pepper like sprinkled it on something until I was an adult. I never, I didn't even know what black pepper tasted like. Any hint of spice, my mother would, would recoil in, in horror. Uh, but our salt shaker always looked a little weird compared to all of my neighbor's salt shakers. They had this white stuff on there, looked kind of like sugar. And we had this stuff that was kind of pinkish color and... Uh, I would go to my friends' houses. I always remember this. I'd go to my friends' houses, and uh, you know, if I was over having a sleepover or something, uh, they'd have this salt on their table that was this white stuff, and I would sprinkle it on, and I would think this doesn't taste good at all. I don't. Why are they using this stuff? Why don't they use the salt we use? This makes no sense to me. And then at restaurants, it'd be the same thing. And I was so confused to find that, like, my family was the only family that knew what salt was supposed to taste like. So I want to in, uh, to introduce you to a guy who works for a company called Redmond. Redmond is a uh, fantastic uh, brand of products. They are the uh, they are the people behind Real Salt, but also so many other great things that I want to share with you today. I have a guest here with me. His name is Rick Brambilla, or Brambia. He said, "If I want to be I, Brambilla." How, how did you say it, if I want to say it right? Yeah, if you want to get fancy, Brambila. But Brambila okay. is just fine. Brambila. I like to be fancy because I use real salt. I mean, I don't use that That's crappy right. white stuff, right? All right. Welcome to Vitality Radio, Rick. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jared. All right. So I've already spoiled the introduction. People know uh, what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about salt, but we're going to talk more than just salt. We're going to talk about electrolytes. We're going to talk about the importance of electrolytes, how to know if you're getting a good electrolyte. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, why table salt, that white stuff, is really not your optimal option, besides the fact that it doesn't taste that great, at least in my opinion. Uh, we're going to talk much more today on Vitality Radio. So first off, just really quickly, you've been, you told me before we started that you weren't the healthiest guy when you came to work for Redmond. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it's still a journey that I'm on. <laughs> but, it always but yeah, is. Right. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I came from kind of the um, working on as a marine mechanic and then I worked in the power sports industry. So kind of always had grease on my hands, always in a shop. Um, and if you've ever been in that environment, it's a lot of energy drinks, sugary drinks, um, just anything to make you feel good and make you feel like you can keep going. Um, but yeah, since working at Redmond, um, everyone here is so invested in health and invested in um, living more intentionally it's just kind of with my opened my eyes and been learning and seeing 
that there are a lot of better ways to feel better. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. It's a small pocket. You kind of have to open your eyes a little bit, but there are, there are good, better and best products out there. Um, so I guess that's kind of what I've realized over the years. Absolutely. And I think that's a great way to put it because, you know, even in, uh, you know, people who've been kind of on the health journey a little longer than maybe you have, uh, it's, we're always looking to sort of figure out, okay, what's the next thing, the next step that'll make me healthier, that'll make me feel more alive, uh, more ready to go. And there really is this good, better, best uh, thing out there. And sometimes we have to start with the good and work our way up to the better and the best as we go to try and figure all this stuff out. But you've been with Redmond uh, for four years now. And uh, as such, I ha have to anticipate you've learned a whole lot about health and nutrition that you never knew before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Specifically about salt and why it's different and why it's actually good for us, electrolytes and why our body relies on them and um yeah it's it's been really awesome these products they mostly i mean what we really learn from our customers i mean people are telling us like man your electrolyte drink help me with this help me with that mm -hmm. and we had no idea it would touch that segment of customers and so they're teaching us and it's it's been really special to see that how our products have been able to um, just elevate people's lives well, it's been interesting for me, too, because like I said, I've been using real salt for as long as I can remember. I mean, I, I will say that I don't know when the transition was. Um, my parents always used what I would consider to be, quote unquote, real salt, but not necessarily the brand real salt. Um, and um, there was a time when it was real salt that I remember that actual, you know, shaker on my table. And in Utah, real salt is it's pretty easy to find. Uh, you, even restaurants, a lot of places uh, carry it, and and you'll see it in gift shops and things like that because it's a you know a local made product and all this kind of stuff. But um, I I think it's such a simple thing when we talk about nutrition nowadays, especially on Vitality Radio. A lot of times we're talking about the cutting edge. Like there's this herb that we've discovered can help with this, or there's this uh, you know this amino acid or something that now we. We have new research on that can help with that. And yet salt, I mean, that's as basic of an element of nutrition as you can possibly imagine, maybe second only to water uh, in terms of, you know, the need that our body has for it. I mean, my gosh, it's in the Bible, right? Jesus compares the, the people to the salt of the earth, right? So we, we go way back with salt. And yet I think it's also something that many of us completely overlook when we look at nutrition. Well, clearly we overlook it because, like I said, on every restaurant table in the world, almost, we got this white stuff that isn't what I would consider to be brand or no brand, real salt. So talk to me a little bit about what real salt actually is. Where does it come from? Yeah, good question. Um, a lot of people make the assumption that we're pulling salt out of the Great Salt Lake um, because that's what Utah's known for. Mm -hmm. But our salt mine is, an, it is an ancient sea, but it's found about two hours, about two and a half, three hours south of Salt Lake, um, which used to be an ancient seabed. Um, so basically, ancient seabed hundreds of thousands of years ago dried up and left a deposit there. Um, and we now just mine from it. We don't take anything from it. We don't add anything to it. We just pull salt out of this ancient sea mine. Um, the awesome part about that is there's no modern day contaminants. 
Um, there's no pollution. And then, like I said, you know, you're talking about that white salt that you see on restaurant tables and everything. Um, a lot of that's been bleached. It's been filled with anti-kinking agents, um, a lot of unnecessary chemicals. And we just don't do that. We just take it from the earth and put it in bottles and we call it good. Um, it's, and like you said, it is interesting. It's, it's just simple. I mean, there's really not much to it. Even the mining process, um, we don't use explosives. We grind it off the walls and put it in bottles. Yeah, I mean, and then right below where I'm sitting right now, they package it, and which is about two hours away from our mine. So it's a really closed circuit, really simple, um, basic process. But that's how we like it. Well, and it's been exciting for me over the years as I've seen this company really uh grow and expand its offerings because back in the day it really there were two things that i remember initially there was salt and clay uh and and you had the you know what's known as redmond clay which is a, a a form of bentonite clay and then you had the real salt but now i got so excited and this sounds funny but if you love food and you love flavor in your food i got so excited when all of a sudden there was a real garlic salt and a real onion salt and a real seasoned salt uh, which I burn through that seasoned salt like it's there's no tomorrow. I love that stuff uh, because now we had, you know, even better versions uh, of real salt to cook with and things yeah. like that. But back in the day, it was just salt. Um, let's talk a little bit more about just what the salt is, though, because you say you're grinding it. You're not you're not using explosives. I think that's actually really interesting because if you want to talk about unnecessary chemicals, that would be something that would come from uh exploding that stuff out of there you're grinding it off the walls as it is yeah that's right um basically we just use carbide tipped rotary blade um, we go in the mine we we find where the food grade veins are we grind it off the walls and it'll come off in chunks as big as a, a table or a basketball um, we load it up in a truck drive it out of the mine and grind it um, we'll grind it down to either a powder, um, the fine grind, which you'll see on tables, a kosher grind or a coarse grind, which you would obviously use in a grinder. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all the same salt. Um, and it's, like I said, it's, it's just simple. Um, like you said, it's, it's so basic for our nutrition. I mean, people used to get paid in salt. That's what the term salary comes from because mm -hmm. it was so essential to human life. We have refrigerators now, so we don't need it as much for preservation of food. Right. But it's still essential for our diets um, to keep our muscles working, to keep our bodies working properly, keep us hydrated. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I don't know if you've ever been uh, over to Europe or to the Salzburg salt mine. Is that something you're familiar with? I'm not. <laughs> so in, in Austria... Um, it, and it, it actually is interesting. It borders Austria and Germany, a place called Salzburg. And Salzburg is called Salzburg because of the salt mine that's there. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been an active salt mine, I think, since the 1600s. I mean, we're going way, way back. And wow. it was the primary. I did a tour of this thing about four years ago, five years ago. And um, it's it, it was the primary... Um, how do I put this? It was the most important economic uh, thing coming out of that area of the of the world at that time, that salt mine, because salt was such a critical component of everything. Uh, and it was this huge part of commerce then. 
And um, if you ever get a chance, especially since you're in the salt industry, you got to get back there. It's really, really cool. But I, th- yeah. I, I found that just fascinating how big of a deal salt was and how critical it was because yeah we used to have ice houses right where salt was this critical component of keeping the ice cold during the summer before there was refrigeration and freezers and all this other stuff but in terms of human nutrition of course salt is massive it contains the electrolytes that we need to uh, keep our bodies running to keep the signals uh, in the, from the neurotransmitters uh, in the brain from neuron to neuron and all this kind of stuff so it's a really really critical component so let's talk first about what makes real salt uniquely better than regular old table salt you talked about the chemical contaminants but what is table salt versus real salt yeah um that's a great question so um again i guess i could really just talk about what we don't do to real salt um and what people typically do to table salt um typically it's coming out of evaporated ponds um where it's you know it's open to contaminants um and i i think really what it comes down to is we've done as society we've done a really good job about making things look better, feel better, um, perform better. Um, so when you see something on a shelf, I think, and I think we're changing, but 20 years ago, I think people would have picked up the salt that flowed out of the bottle really well. That was nice and white and looked really clean. Um, and then you get real salt and it can get a little clumpy and it's not pure white. Um, so it might not perform as well, but to get things to perform well, you, bleach it to make it white, you add anti-caking agents, and it performs better. Um, but all those things also have side effects, right? They're not they're not natural. So if you take real salt and you, you set it on a shelf for 20 years and you don't touch it, it's going to clump up as almost as hard as a rock. It's not going to come out of a shaker real well. But if you break it up, it'll be just fine. Um, because it doesn't have those anti-caking agents. It doesn't have bleach. It's just what nature gave to us which is sodium chloride plus 65 plus trace minerals that are in there with it um, that our body loves and needs Um, those are kind of those those are the electrolytes that are our body functions off of Um, so yeah real salt really and again the awesome part since we're local here we're taking it from two hours south of where i'm sitting driving it up here and putting in bottles there's no there's no extra steps. Um, and we understand people do complain, Hey, your salt clumped up on us. What's going on. And we kind of own it. It's good. It's, it's the way nature gave it to us. So it might not be as convenient, but we don't care. We like it. We like it the way that nature gave it to us. Absolutely. Well, and a big part of that is the balance. You know, you mentioned the 65 plus other minerals, table salt, as I understand it, and you're more expert on this than I am for sure. Uh, but my understanding is table salt has basically been reduced down to just sodium chloride. We don't have all those extra minerals on board. Is that accurate? Yeah, those minerals are valuable. So they'll take them and they'll use them in other ways. They'll get, I mean, that's another thing we're really good at is getting the most money out of a product that we can. So if you strip the minerals out of one thing, you sell it in another place, you're making more money. Um, and you're all, but you're also taking away from that product. Um, you're taken away from, you know, the way nature made it, the way it created it for us. And typically our bodies function best on what nature gives us. 
Um, well, one, one of the things that I've done over the years, I, I've had people, you know, Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, we have people come in with, you know, every common ailment you might uh, imagine, you know, and one of the big ones that a lot of people deal with is high blood pressure. And uh, one of the things that I've always suggested is, hey, get away from table salt and start using real salt because you'll have a more balanced mineral, uh, a, a more balanced mineral combination there as opposed to just the sodium chloride. Because one of the things that doctors will tell their patients if they have high blood pressure is, you know, get away from sodium. And the thing is, if they're using table salt, there's probably some value in that advice. It, it can make sense to go on a low sodium diet. It can reduce your blood pressure. But I find that when people just get on real salt, actual salt, the way that God put it here in the first place, they do much, much better when it comes to that anyway because of that mineral balance. And I have to imagine that you hear these types of things from your customer base all the time. Yeah, and that's and I I mean I gotta I gotta make it known I'm not a doctor or a medical professional, but that's really what we base it off of is what we hear from our customers. That's what drives mm -hmm. us forward and we learn from them and then we we you know, that's how we move forward. Um, and that's what we hear. You know, that those studies of salt raising blood pressure are very old and they're they're based off of salt that has been stripped of its minerals and or it's just it's just sodium. It's not salt, it's sodium. Um, yeah. salt is so much more than just sodium. Um especially real salt. So yeah, I love that you differentiate between salt and sodium. I think that's really, really important because salt as it is found in nature, whether it's in an ancient seabed, like you're getting it from, or somewhere like the great salt lake is always going to have those other minerals present. It's never just sodium. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, another kind of differentiating factor too, is how we do mine it since we're not evaporating it evaporated salt is going to lose a lot of those minerals. Um, our salt is, we just take it from the earth as it is. We're not evaporating anything out of it. So we're getting exactly what mother nature left in there, which is, which is awesome. It's really, it's really, um, cool that we've had this, we have this product to share. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And, and I, clearly I'm such a fan of your product anyway. It's, I'm, I'm not hiding that very well at all. Uh, what's the deal with the color? Can you explain to people that are asking why it's not, yeah. I mean, you mentioned bleaching, but it's not just bleaching. Uh, wh why is the salt that kind of pinkish? I don't know. I almost think it's like a pinkish peaches kind of a color. Uh, but why is it that color as opposed to just white? Yeah, that's a great question. So it's those, those 65 plus trace minerals that come with our salt. Um, like we said, it's salt isn't just sodium, um, straight sodium chloride is very white and if you go into our mine you'll see like long strips of white but right next to it you'll see a pink and a black so you have manganese which is almost a darker color you have the um all these other minerals that give it a pink issue um so when you break it all up and crush it together you can see how they kind of work together it's really fun to go on the mine because you can almost you can almost pick out the individual minerals you can see a crystal clear white piece of salt, which is, you know, that piece is very much just sodium and chlorides. And then you can pick out this really dark, you know, piece, which is manganese, which gives it that subtle sweet taste. Um, so all these different minerals, once we get them together, crush them together, 
it's just creating this hue of different colors um, that is kind of known as a America's pink salt. That's kind of what we've been referred to before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what it is. It's just minerals. So then is there a difference between your salt mined in, in Utah versus the Himalayan pink salt uh, that has a very similar color to it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so we were talking about Daryl before. Something he taught me was that um, salt really has almost zip codes for the mineral for the minerals that it contains. Um, and you can trace salt to different places. So very similar, but every salt is different. So if you were to compare our salt with Himalayan, um, you're going to see slightly di- slight differences in the minerals. Um, so they are different, but they also contain a lot of the same minerals, just different amounts. Um, and really, when I get that question, like, what's the difference between real salt and Himalayan? We get that every single day. Um, and the short answer is Himalayan is a great product. And if I didn't have real salt, I'd use something similar to it. I try and find a good reputable brand of Himalayan salt. Um, but the reason that I choose real salt is because, like I said, I, I know where it's coming from. I know how it's being mined. Um, I know that there are no food miles really on it. It's not being shipped anywhere. So I, I, I know exactly. And I, I mean, I have a better view than most because I see it come from the mine and I see it packaged right under my feet here. Um, but I know how we're mining it. I know our practices. I know we're not taking anything out of it. Um, so to me, it's just a safer bet that I, I know exactly what I'm getting. We publish our mineral analysis on our website. Um, and so I, I just know exactly where it's coming from and I know what I'm getting. Um, so that's why I choose real salt. Gotcha. And that's a major difference in my, in my eyes. The other big salt that gets a lot of publicity is Celtic salt, uh, which actually the Celtic salt that I've seen is kind of has more of a gray uh, color to it. Uh, what, what do you have to say about that? How does it compare? Uh, because I, I believe it's still a whole salt, as, as I understand it. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Explain that one to us if you can. Yeah. So I can't speak um, super well to Celtic. And I mean, I've tried it. It tastes great. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think the major difference is Celtic sea salt is being, is evaporated. So oh, it whatever is. Okay. Is in that, yeah. I, I, I'm, I should probably fact check that, but I'm 90% sure that it's evaporated um, out of modern day seas, oceans. So whatever is in that ocean, microplastics, whatever else, it's, it's potentially coming with that salt. Um, and again, it, it's still probably a better product than table salt. And, um, and I, I definitely don't want to speak bad about any evaporated salts or brands or anything like that, but there are pros and cons. And I think one of the pros to Redmond salt is that it's been underground for thousands and thousands of years, um, covered by a layer of bentonite clay, which nothing penetrates. So it's, it's just clean. It's just been protected, and I know that there's no modern-day pollutants in it. Um, so that's that's really the main thing for me, the All main right. differences. Very cool. Okay, so then let's talk a little bit about salt, uh, beyond salt and, you know, where it comes from and, and why real salt is different and all that kind of stuff. Let's talk about uh, the electrolyte thing. Right now, you know, I've been in this industry my whole life, and we've been, you know, the first thing that pops into my head, which is funny, uh, being that I'm, I'm a health food store kid, 
but the first thing that pops into my head still when I hear the word electrolyte is Gatorade. That's the first thing because they have marketed that until, you know, people can't it's it's emblazoned in our head like just do it is for Nike or something like that, right? right. And yet Gatorade you and I I'm fairly certain would agree <laughs> isn't the best source of electrolytes out there, but they've done a really good job of kind of owning that space. But what's interesting and exciting to me is that there have there has been a major shift, a, a really significant shift in the public consciousness in terms of the need for electrolytes uh, and that not all electrolytes are created equal and that the ratios matter and all of these things. That's starting to really pop up now. Uh, I don't know how many years it's been, Rick. You could probably tell me, but not in the recent past, I guess. Uh, Redmond decided to come out with an electrolyte product called Relight, uh, which is quite different than most of the electrolyte products on the market and certainly worlds apart from something like Gatorade. Um, how long has it been on the market first? I'm curious. I don't really know. Yeah. It's, so Relight's been on the market about as long as I've been with Redmond. They, the kind of R&D happened right as I was joining. So they about four years. Four and a half years. Okay. Yeah, around four and a half, five years. So, yeah, so pretty recent, especially when you look at the history of the company, which has been around for a long, long time. Um, what do you think was the genesis of that? Why did they decide that they needed to do an electrolyte product after all these years? And uh, how did Relight really come to be uh, on the market today? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So I think whenever, whenever Redmond, when we're looking at new products, um, we kind of ask ourselves a few questions. One of them is, how can we be helpful and what gaps are there in the market? Um, and kind of what's, I don't know, what's in our wheelhouse? What, how can we add value to the market? And that's one gap we saw was a good clean electrolyte drink. And it just so happened that, you know, the, the key component of electrolyte drink is salt. And we happen to have a really good, healthy, natural salt on our hands. Um, so we just, we just saw we could be helpful and we could offer this product. So, um, when I say Relight's been on the market for about four and a half years, that's as you see it now. But I know before that, it had been talked about for years and years here at Redmond um, because we just kept seeing like, man, we there just needs to be something better than those conventional electrolyte drinks, which taste good. And I, you know, I drank them all growing up and they're, they're great, but there has to be something better. Um, so yeah, I was just having having those conversations of how can we how can we be helpful? How can we offer a product that's going to elevate people's lives um, and help them perform better, um, no matter who they are, no matter what they do. Okay, so then let's hit why how you guys did that. Then I mean, Relight is quite unique for sure. Uh, when yeah. you taste it, it tastes different than other electrolyte drinks for sure. Um, it, of course, has a, a, a wider range of, of minerals in it than most do. But walk us through why Relight or how Relight is different than the other electrolyte products on the market then. Yeah, so I guess the main difference the first time you try it, and I'll tell you the things that, people, that confuse people, because like I said, we've been, we've been using products that have been made to look good, taste good, um, please us, but not necessarily support us. Um, so it's when you, when you pour it into a glass, there's no coloring, so it's going to look just like water. People ask us before if we've, you know, did you forget to add the coloring in this? Why it looks like water? 
um so that's it's that's been kind of funny and then so you're not going to notice any colors no artificial colors there's no sugar um and there's an actual useful amount of sodium um so 850 milligrams of sodium per serving which people are often surprised by mm-hmm. um but our bodies need it um so when a lot of times when people try it um and it kind of depends on the person too um for a lot of people it's it's quite the adjustment because it's it is salty um but um james d nickel and tony he wrote a book called the salt fix and he talks about like how our bodies have a salt thermostat um which is really interesting because when i drink relight first thing in the morning it, it does taste a bit salty but after i've worked out or after i've ridden my bike and i drink it i don't taste salt at all um because my body's craving it it needs mm-hmm. that it needs that salt replaced um so it's kind of interesting to see that so i I, I hope I answered your question right, but those are just, that's kind of what sets it apart is um, really good, high quality sodium, no coloring, no sugar, um, and then macros that are high enough to actually help our bodies. Um, you look at some of these sports drinks and they have as much sugar as they do sodium, which really isn't helping you a whole lot. Well, for sure. So, but also something that I think needs to be explained a little bit more as what because generally speaking, if you look at a typical, you know, sports drink, whether it's a Powerade or a Gatorade or whatever, you're going to see two kind of main electrolyte ingredients. You're going to see potassium and sodium uh, for the most part. Rarely do you see much in the way of magnesium. Um, sometimes you'll see that there's some chloride in there because the sodium might come from sodium chloride or something like that. But let's talk about the key electrolytes because your product, of course, well, first off, let's clear this up. Do the minerals that are in your product, are they all coming from your mine or are you getting minerals from other places But and the salt's just coming, or the sodium, sorry, the sodium from the salt, I guess, is coming from the mine? Yeah, so that's a great question. So all the sodium is coming from our salt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all we're not, like I said, we don't take any of the minerals out of our salt. So all of the minerals you're going to find from our salt are also in that glass of relight that you're drinking. Right. Um, all six, all 65 of them. So you're not um, isolating just the sodium. We're not, no, okay. but we do, but we do add ex- added potassium. The amount of salt we have to put to get to what we believe is a good macro of potassium and magnesium would be an overwhelming amount of salt an un- undrinkable amount of salt in our right. drink. So we do add, um, added potassium, magnesium, coconut powder, water to get, some more minerals, some more electrolytes to get those macros up. So it actually works. Okay. That makes sense. And the, the, what about the chloride? What can you t- tell us about chloride and, and why that's important uh, as far as the electrolytes? Cause we hear a lot about magnesium nowadays. In fact, I talk about magnesium constantly on this show cause I'm such a big believer in it. Uh, most people are f- at least somewhat familiar with sodium and potassium and their roles. But uh, what do you know about chloride that you can share with us and why that's an important uh, element in there? Yeah. I, and they, I don't know that I could speak to this um, as well as some, but sodium and chloride really go hand in hand. Um, and they're two minerals that work really well together. Um, so I, I think that's kind of the extent of what I know about chlorides is, is they they just work really well with that sodium um and and is the is the chloride in your product then that would be naturally occurring from the real salt 
That's right, yeah. Okay. So the sodium and chloride, that's all just coming straight from real salt. And the potassium um, and magnesium you're adding from another source. Right. Okay, all mm -hmm. right, good deal. And, and you will, so, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and you will see, like, when you when you mix your glass, you're going to see a lot of sediment at the bottom. If you let it sit there for 10 minutes, you're going to see sediment at the bottom of your glass. That's Those are all minerals coming from our salt. Um, so you can you can actually see them. Some are not as water-soluble, so they take a little bit longer to dissolve. And gotcha. you'll see those settle at the bottom of your glass. And what would you say to people that are concerned that there is so much sodium in the product uh, as far as as far as the electrolyte drink because it is you know significantly higher than most of them on the market. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So um, again, I'm not a doctor, but from all the research I've done and and from what again what our customers are telling us is our bodies actually really know how to use salt and. And we just as we go throughout our day, we lose a ton of salt, and um, that sodium is one of the key electrolytes to keep us hydrated. Um, I mean, if you were to get heat stroke or if you were to, you know, pass out of dehydration, you go to the hospital. The first thing they're doing is giving you salt. Mm -hmm. um, that's what that's what our body relies on to keep, like you were saying, to keep those neurons firing and to keep to keep everything working. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just essential for life. Awesome. Well, and I think that it it is, unfortunately, sodium has been demonized to some degree. Um, you know, people, there's a lot of products on the market that are marketed specifically as low sodium. Uh, and it almost is, uh, it almost has kind of gone under, a, 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 maybe not to the same extent, but the way that we have looked at in the past, you know, animal fats and saturated fats and things like that, that, you know, everybody's going to have heart disease if they eat too much saturated fat. And of course, the science is starting to really swing hard the other direction and say, well, hey, wait a minute, saturated fat might actually be good for you in many cases. I think that's kind of how it is with sodium too. And I think it is coming around because I will say this just from what I see, because as a guy who owns a health food store, every electrolyte product that is a, you know, natural electrolyte product on the market has come across my desk at some point. And when I first saw Relight, I thought, oh my gosh, this stuff is really high in sodium than anything else that I had seen at that point. But now I am seeing that there are other brands that are kind of following your lead. And I don't know, maybe it's not, maybe you weren't the first ones to do it, but you're the first ones that I was aware of that did it, uh, where they're actually putting a meaningful amount of sodium in their product to really give you that hydrating factor that we're looking for with an electrolyte product. Because for years, I've been telling my customers at Vitality and my listeners here on Vitality Radio, you know, hydration is, it's not just one thing. It's not water. Uh, we, I have a lot of people that come in that are dehydrated, that drink plenty of water, but they're not getting the electrolytes to drive the water into the cell. We have to talk about intracellular water versus extracellular water and why that matters, that actually getting the water into the cell uh, is this critical component. And for people that haven't looked into it, and, and I don't know if we have time to dig into it a lot today, but there's something at the cellular level known as the sodium potassium pump, uh, where we get things into the cell and get waste out of the cell with that. And all of that is this really critical thing that we have to have salt to do. Uh, water just simply won't do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. One of the, one of the main questions we get is, um, from our customers is how much of this should I take? 
Um, and it, and we can't really answer that because it just depends. It depends on their level of activity. It depends how much they're sweating, but what it really boils down to is we just have to trust our bodies. We have to trust what feels right. And, um, you know, someone who's running, a lot of people have said that our, our macros aren't for, um, people who, you know, aren't endurance athletes, but we, we've kind of seen the opposite. I mean, people who are running marathons will drink four to five servings and, and it, and it really supports them. Um, but also the breastfeeding mom who needs to stay hydrated will have a serving a day and, and it does her so much good. So it's just been, it's been really rewarding. And, and I, I'm not sure who we formulated it for, but it's been rewarding to see how many people from different lifestyles have used it and um, used it in their own way. Well, and I can say this, and this is totally anecdotal, just like a lot of what, what you're talking about is, you know, you're, you're not running you know, double-blind, placebo-controlled studies on people drinking Relight versus Gatorade, right? Um, right. So we, we hear back from our customer base. You hear back from yours. I hear back from mine. And since we, in fact, before we started carrying Relight, um, but we'd, you know, we've carried Real Salt forever uh, and, and other Redmond products for a long, long time, but we hadn't, hadn't brought in Relight yet. And we started getting a lot of people asking for Relight. And what was interesting was I can tell you that I don't think, I mean, I don't even think it's close. Uh, the percentage of people that have asked for electrolyte products generally by name, I've had more people, probably 90% of the people that have come into Vitality saying, I want this electrolyte product. They've been referring to Relight specifically because once they try it, they feel a significant improvement in their performance, in their hydration. And, and, and that's where I want to go next because I'm really glad you brought this up. I hiked and, and I didn't bring Relight with me, so shame on me, especially since I knew I was going to be talking to you right afterwards. <laughs> but I hiked to the top of a mountain in the Alps uh, when I was over in Switzerland. And I, 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 had, um, I did bring some electrolytes uh, with me. And the funny thing is I intended to bring a couple of packets of Relight and I just spaced it. And so I, before the hike, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't bring this stuff. So I didn't get to test it out on my hike up the Alps. Um, but what was interesting was um, as I was climbing and, and we were at some serious elevation, we got all the way up to, um, I, I might be wrong on this, but I think we were up a, close to 11,000, 11,500 feet or something like that. I mean, everything over there is in, is in you know, meters, uh, but I think we were up there. Um, the, the oxygenation was tough at that level uh, and hydration was tough because it was, we were in Switzerland, but it was hot. It was hot and it was humid and I was sweating like a pig up there and I was wishing I had that extra support that I knew Relight would have given me. So next time, because I know I'm going to do that hike again because it was the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life physically, um, I'll definitely be bringing it with me. But what's been interesting is I have had everything from exactly what you said, nursing moms to people who do the Lodija 204-mile bike race or the Ironman, that kind of stuff, come in asking for Relight and saying that this stuff was a true game changer for them, which is so funny to hear because you would never normally say, okay, nursing mom, triathlete, let's give them the same product. Uh, you know, for their performance and for their energy and things like that. But what people have told me with electrolytes 
um, and and with Relight and specifically, but even other electrolyte things that we've done in the past that have had you know really meaningful concentrations of these things in them, is that they don't just feel they don't just not cramp, uh, they don't just feel better muscle energy and endurance, but they feel better all the way around. They feel less brain fog. Uh, more mental energy. We have to remember that electrolytes, I think we've mostly in this country have thought, okay, electrolytes equal athletic performance and not cramping. I mean, isn't that, Rick, is, is that what you hear mostly when it comes to electrolytes is we're just trying to avoid our muscles essentially locking up. Right. Yeah. I grew up growing up playing sports. That's why we drank um, sports drinks it was right. so that you don't cramp. That, yep. that was mostly it. And yet mm -hmm. that's like severe electrolyte deficiency when we're cramping. It's like, oh, my gosh, we're in red alert time there, right? Right. We're not talking about optimizing performance. At the point of cramping, your performance optimization is long gone. You're not even close to what you could be doing optimally. And when you get the proper amount of electrolytes, and yes, sodium is a big, big chunk of that, uh, then you're optimized all the way around. Mentally, you're feeling better because those neurotransmitters, that matters, right? We have to have something carried across the synapse from neuron to neuron, brain cell to brain cell, get that going, and that makes a difference. And so we're optimizing our mental performance, but we're also optimizing our physical performance as well. And I think that's why people with something like Relight are saying, hey, yeah, I need electrolytes, but I specifically want that one because that's the one that I really feel uh, when I'm trying to perform my best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's It's really cool to see how it's been able to serve all these different segments of people. Um, we just had a we just had a group of Redmond people hike um, up to Everest Base Camp. And yeah. They were saying the same thing you were. I mean, at that point, their digestion wasn't working very well. They couldn't even <laughs> eat a lot of solid foods. Um, but those those electrolytes saved them um, and just kept their bodies working optimally, like you said, not just helping them not cramp, but optimize what their bodies could do. Well, and for anybody who's listened to Vitality Radio for any length of time, you'll hear me talk about optimal health and optimal vitality, not just you know getting by. I mean, the whole reason why... I do this show is to try and help you find avenues to optimize your your well-being because I think that we really have I don't think I know that we've come we've fallen into a trap in America where we start to take care of ourselves once things start to break down. Uh, you know, we have an injury, uh, we have an ailment, we have high blood pressure, so let's go get a pill for high blood pressure, or we have this or we have that. I better go see the doctor, I better go see the specialist, I better go do that. And yet, if we had just taken some steps prior to that level of disease uh, getting into our bodies and creating issues for us, we could have avoided that all along and not only just avoided it, but been living a truly optimal lifestyle and feeling really, really great. We tend to be okay with feeling just okay uh, as long as stuff hasn't broken down to the point where we can't function anymore. And uh, one of the things, you know, I said at the very top of the show, and it's not just because Rick's here with me, if you want to talk about the basics of health, water and salt 
are right at the very ground level of all of this stuff. And I would encourage everybody listening to the show to just test this theory out. Get yourself enough of these minerals. Get yourself enough sodium, enough potassium, enough magnesium, enough chloride. See how your body performs, even if you're not, because I'm not. I'm not a triathlete. This hike, you know, you talk about these guys going to the base camp at Everest. What I did was nothing close to that, but it was big for me. It was a pretty intense uh, intense hike, you know, on all trails. I found out after the fact that it was considered a hard uh, hike. You know, there's a serious elevation uh, gain, and, 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 of course, the elevation was high and all this stuff. For the, for the level of fitness that I'm currently at, it was a pretty intense hike. And so it doesn't really matter where you are. If you're the, you know, if, if, if you're the soccer mom or you're the kid who the soccer mom is driving around, if you're the nursing mom or you're the guy that has just done his fourth Ironman, again, like Rick said, there's going to be a different level of need there. You may be d- doing multiple servings of, of Relight per day versus one serving of Relight per day, but I would encourage people to really test it out and see how you feel once you've optimized those levels because you may actually find that some of that fatigue that you're complaining about, some of that mental fog that you're complaining about, a lot of that stuff can actually go away and you can feel a whole heck of a lot better and perform a whole lot better, even if we're not talking about athletics. I love that, Jared. Well, I mean, our one of our kind of core values here at Redmond is um, just helping people live their journey. And that journey looks different for everyone. Like you said, um, everyone's, everyone has something hard. Um, but yeah, sodium, salt and water, man, those, those can make, those two things can really make life, can make those things less hard. For sure. We, we still have to pay attention to the basics. And it gets exciting to look into these new cutting edge things uh, that are coming out on the market uh, that can do you know specific uh, things for us. But if we're not covering the bases, if we're not just getting the base nutrition levels in that we really, really need, uh, we are going to pay a price with our overall health and wellness. And over time, our bodies will uh, perform less and less well and eventually can fall into a state of disease if we're just not paying attention to those little things that every single one of us needs, no matter what our journey looks like. We all need water. We all need salt. Uh, we all need, you know, uh, healthy fat. We all need these things. And if we're not doing those things, then we are going to underperform uh, in, in many cases in a very significant way. And one thing that just popped into my head, and, and I, I obviously I'm not a doctor and this isn't medical advice and you're not a doctor and, and we're not, that's not what we're trying to do. But I am curious, Rick, um, have you found that you've also heard um, from your uh, from your client base there at Redmond that people are seeing better performance, like in the classroom, uh, getting that fuel? Uh, I, I've thought about recommending Relight, and I haven't done it yet, so I'm really curious, for people that struggle with just focus and concentration, and uh, because it clearly makes all kinds of sense to me neurologically that it should help, but have you had much feedback on that? Yeah. I mean, I, I've actually seen that in myself and then I'm not sure what our, I'm not, I'll have to look at that and see if we have any, anything recorded from customers. But I mean, just me personally, um, just being hydrated really kicks that brain fog. I tease my wife, but she's always saying anytime she has a headache, the next thing out of my mouth is, <laughs> um, have you, are you, are you dehydrated? Like that's, yep. 
to me, that's 99% of the time if you have a headache. And it, again, I'm not a doctor, but just make sure you're hydrated first before you go looking at anything else to solve your headache. And then same thing with brain fog and not being able to focus. Um, and I, I just think there are so many things. And again, it's not a cure all, but check first to see if you're dehydrated and then see how you feel. Well, it's not an ibuprofen deficiency, right? We know that. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So we got to look at that. And, and I love that we, this is such a basic show, right? I mean, we're talking about salt uh, and, but yet it's such a big deal. So this is what I'll say as, as we wrap up this show and then Rick, I'll give you uh, the last word here, but uh, this is what I'll say. I, first off, I'm going to, I have not used uh, Relight consistently. I've used it several times. Like I said, I was going to bring it to Switzerland and blew it. So, but it's okay. My fiance is going to take me now that she knows I can do a hike like that. Uh, she's going to take me on some gnarly ones because she's a little mountain goat. And so I'll be using Relight uh, extensively when we go on these hikes. In fact, we're, I think we're planning one uh, later this week. But uh, I'm going to start taking it and I'll report back on this show. I'm going to start taking it. I do a drink every morning before I, whenever I'm recording this show. Uh, and Frankly, I put electrolyte drops in there uh, from another local company that I really like. Uh, but it's a very light load of electrolytes. We're not getting a huge, you know, macro dose of any of these things. I'm swap. I'm swapping that out. I'm making this commitment to you right now, Rick. I'm going to swap it out for Relight over the next few weeks, and I'm going to see how my brain does because I do have. I am the proud owner of a squirrel brain. I'm all over the place, <laughs> and focusing on this conversation right now is always a bit of a challenge. And coming up with the things that I want to say. So I'm going to. I'm going to do it. I'm going to report back and see if, and, and if I don't notice a difference, I'll tell you I don't. If I notice a difference, uh, you'll be the first to hear it. I'm, I'm excited to try that out. I'm going to give that a whirl. Uh, but this is the challenge I'd throw down for people listening to this show. If you haven't switched to real salt, try it. Go get yourself some real salt. Um, you know, we've got it at Vitality Nutrition. We've got it at VitalityNutrition.com. Uh, it's not that hard to find out there uh, in a variety of different places. Most, I would say, of your local health food stores carry it as well. Um, if you haven't tried the seasoned salt, it's delicious, like incredible. I love that stuff. So I'd recommend that. But also just the regular salt is amazing. Make that switch and then give the Relight a shot and see how your performance improves, whether you're an athlete or not. See how your performance improves. If you are experiencing um, you know, muscle fatigue, if you're experiencing brain fog, if you're experiencing any of these things that at least could be a sign of dehydration, then get yourself fully hydrated and see how those things improve or if those things improve. Because if they don't improve, then all you've proven to yourself is, well, I probably wasn't dehydrated and there's something else going on. But at least it's a safe way to experiment with that and see how your body performs. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to be a real, uh, uh, not a real salt. I'm already a real salt junkie. I'm going to be a relight junkie for the next several weeks. And I'm going to see what happens. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to make that happen uh, for a lot of my people because I want to really test this out and see how this goes. So that's my commitment. I am so excited to bring this show to you listening. I hope you've really, really enjoyed it. I think it's been uh, a needed show. It's so basic and yet so important. And Rick, I appreciate you joining me. I appreciate what your company does for the nutrition uh, industry and for the people uh, that want to improve their health and take a better uh, a better track on their health journey. Uh, what else do you have to say before I let you go? Uh, just thanks, Jared. Uh, I appreciate you. 
having us on. And I guess, you know, there's a lot of volume and a lot of noise, people telling us what to do. And it can definitely seem overwhelming to make better choices. Um, one very easy and cheap choice, like you said, is just try real salt. Just go away from the white stuff and it's not very expensive. So try it out and, and yeah, just see how it makes you feel. Absolutely. Rick, I appreciate you and uh, can't wait to have uh, more representation from Redmond on Vitality, uh, Vitality Radio soon. If you have questions about anything you've heard on this episode, you just give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Jump on vitalitynutrition.com and we'll be happy to help you there as well. Uh, thank you so much, Rick, for joining us on Vitality Radio. And thank you for listening uh, to the Vitality Radio podcast. I got a lot of really, really great stuff. I've got 10 or so uh, interviews already scheduled for the next couple of months that I am really excited to bring you. So stay tuned. We'll bring you some great information that can really help to improve your life. I appreciate you for giving me your ear because, as Rick said, there is a lot of noise out there. I'm glad that you're willing to listen to a little bit of mine. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you.